Hey, it's your girl Rosie. I am back with another episode of Rosie's Mini Travel Tings. And y'all, for y'all that have me on Instagram or TikTok, y'all know that sis was out the country. So I got to come back and let y'all know how my trip went. So it was my first time in South America. I decided to go to Cartagena, Colombia, as well as Panama City, Panama on the way back. So let's just dive right into the trip. Now, why did I pick Cartagena? I don't know. Like, I've always wanted to go. I see that there's a lot of black people there as well. Um, And, you know, Africa's pretty expensive. I'm not saying I'm not going to make it to Africa, but I was like, you know what? Let me go to Colombia, get my little blackity black on. And honestly, it was definitely a great experience. There are a few things that I did not know that I'm going to share with y'all. So let's get right into those three things. First and foremost, the street vendors are relentless, y'all. They are so overwhelming that I started to get stressed out a little bit. Like, it, let's say the trip was an eight for me. They done brought that bitch down to a six. They were so, so persistent. It was a borderline harassment. Like, I'm not even kidding. And I get it. They're grinding hard. They got to make money, feed their families. But y'all, it was so much like every 10 steps you took down the street, there were street vendors harassing you to buy something. And if you did decide to buy something, they com- tried to convince you to buy eight more. Let's say I wanted to buy a magnet. Okay, we'll give you a deal for four. I don't need four. Okay, I want one magnet. Okay, let's say I'll do two. All right, let's just do six. Sir, I need to, if you are not like a strong minded and you can't stand firm in your no, you won't have trouble in Colombia, y'all. I, I looked over to my right. My homegirl bought mad shit. Like she didn't stand firm in her no until like day three. Cause she was like, okay, now they're pushing it. But all the times I was saying, no, no, no. I know how many people I need to shop for. So I get my few little souvenirs and that's it. Like I don't need 18 scarves. I don't need 19 magnets. Cause I'm not fucking coming back to give everybody something. So my homegirl, I, I, I'm telling y'all, I looked over, sis had a bag of shit she didn't need. I'm like, girl, you, you a better man than me. And then, like I said, by day three, she was like, nah, y'all wildin'. It was really, really, really close to harassment. Like, it definitely brought down the experience for me because, I don't know, I've traveled a lot, but I've never experienced it like that. And it was just like, mm-mm, y'all are really making it hard to enjoy the trip but we did nonetheless second thing i'll mention uh colombia is a very poor country y'all now i knew like you know it's south america i know a lot of these countries are poor but like it was really poor and the one thing i'll say is they're definitely rich in culture although the people the street vendors were pretty much like you know overwhelming but overall like the people there are proud to be from there they're proud to be colombian um especially the people in palenque which is like the black town of colombia wonderful wonderful experience but the country is really really poor y'all i don't know if i didn't expect it or what but i was i was quite shocked um I can't even say like, oh, we went to a nice park. Granted, I'm only talking about Cartagena, the areas that I visited. There's this area called Boca Grande, which is like the new Cartagena. It's supposed to be a little nicer than, you know, the actual city. But even there, it wasn't like that, that, that much nicer compared to the other areas. It was nicer, don't get me wrong, but that was surprising to me. Um, But overall, rich in culture. And the fucking food, y'all, was so underwhelming. Like, 
I'm thinking I'm gonna go there and the food's gone fucking bust. The food did not bust, y'all. It didn't, it was so disappointing. I left there like the food was high key fucking trash. Like, I had one meal that was really good, which was some fried snapper and coconut milk and some coconut rice and plantain, which was in Palenque when we visited. But outside of that, the street food not bussing. Like, the fucking, the restaurants not bussing. I was just, I don't know. I kept trying to find a meal that I was like, all right, this hit the spot. It's super flavorful. I did not find that until that one little meal in Palenque. And that was it. Like, nothing else appealed to me. I tried arepas, which um is like their staple street food or not good, not good at all. Y'all, it was just an underwhelming experience for the food. And... I don't know, ever since I went to Puerto Rico, like right now, like the Spanish food that I've had that's been the best in all the countries I've I've visited, such as Spain, Mexico, Colombia, and Panama, Puerto Rico still has it hands down with the food. (laughs) Like I'm still looking for all the flavors that I was able to get in Puerto Rico, and I haven't been able to get that in any of these other places, so I don't know. And I've seen a lot of people, they've responded. I've talked to some people that have gone to Cartagena, and they all feel the same, like the food was not bussing. So those are just a few things um, for y'all to keep in mind. Now, what else can I tell y'all about the trip? So, we did get finessed a little bit by this dude named Manuel. But you know what? That's our fault. So, we went to the beach, right? And we got a beach massage, which was fucking bomb, okay? It was so bomb. It's not even funny. And it was about 30 American dollars for about an hour. They have two different women for a full body massage. They have two different women. Y'all, I see why y'all niggas keep going back to Colombia. Like, I mean, I ain't messed with none of the girls now. But the massage, like their hands were so smooth like the way they rubbed me down I was like all right I see why niggas keep coming back but no for real and so after you're done they have like these plastic chairs and they have like these little tents that you tents you could sit under but you got to pay to sit under those. And he had asked us that morning did we want to rent one we're like no. So after we got the massage it was like okay the chair, we were literally under the tent because that's where the lady set up. So afterwards, we just sat on the chair because we all relaxed and everything. And so let's just say by the time the bill came, he was just like, because we had gotten some pina coladas, which were also trash, super watery. But he had been helpful all morning. And I was like, you know what? He's been harassing us to buy something. Let me just buy a pina colada. Why did he charge us for the chairs that we sat in in the tents? But we didn't even realize it because we had just gotten a massage. So we we're just like, oh, we're just going to sit here for a few minutes. He came with the receipt like, yep, the tent's going to be this much. The chairs are going to be this much plus the pina coladas. I was mad as fuck because he tried to get us in the morning and we didn't want to rent no tents. But he's like, yeah, y'all sat there. I was like, you know what? I'm going to let it ride. The next morning, though, I wanted to take a walk on the beach before I headed out. And there's like a tourist area, which is where all the hotels are. And then I believe our hotel was the last on the beach and then you go into like the residential area it's still part beach but behind the beach is no longer hotels it's residents homes so I wanted to walk down that way because as I mentioned before I want to see what it's hitting for I don't only want to stay in touristy areas Manuel saw me and he was like girl you're not going down there I was like but I'm gonna stay on the beach and he's like you're not going down there granted he don't speak English so it's his Spanish and my Spanglish because I was you know I'm able to understand a bit um 
And he was like, there's no more hotels down there in his Spanish. And he's like, there's only people's homes. He, I was like, okay, but I'm gonna just stay on the beach. He's like, no, there's bad men down there. Like he would not let me go down there, y'all, which I appreciated. So I let it ride that he had finessed us the day earlier because he could have let me walk. Like, girl, I tried to tell you. Mind you, he had to tell me like three times. I'm hardheaded. Like I wasn't gonna go off the beach in my defense, but he was like, no, girl. And I understood that he meant like there's because like towards the hotels there's security like you can't even get to our hotel without passing through security front and back so he was saying if you go down there there is no security because it's all resident homes so if something happens this I was like you know what it shouldn't have taken him three times to tell me but I'm gonna go to fuck back he literally walked back with me until I got back to the touristy area where the hotels were like he was like no chico malos which is basically bad men down there and I was like you know what shout out to my little spanglish because I understood enough to be like bitch get the fuck back so it's okay that he finessed us because we did sit down and use his tent but he also kind of saved my life the next day which is good um what else we did the party bus which y'all seen it was my first time on a party bus surprisingly y'all in boston in any city i've never done a party bus why do i feel like i'm lying no i'm not i've never done a party bus the party bus was really cool um there were people from like all over south america um uh, i think we were the only american oh no there was another y'all there was another set of americans from miami and she got on there with her bbl looking fucking crazy okay sis look fucking foolish and she had on a shiesty why it's at least three million degrees outside she had on a shiesty on the party bus and then she took the shiesty off and she was beautiful so i don't know she thought like she i don't know what she thought like putting a shiesty on with her bbl like oh she looked i don't know what's the word um What's the word I'm looking for? She looked mysterious. You looked fucking foolish, girl. But she was a pretty girl, which was so disappointing. But needless to say, they were from Miami. Uh, Y'all, it was a good time on the party bus. They played all Spanish music. They didn't give you a lick of any other type of music. Which in the reviews, and even my friend was like, damn, they're not going to play anything for Americans? I'm like, bitch, no. Like, I honestly don't like when people go to another country and they have expectations for them to cater to us. You think if you come to America just because you go to a hip-hop club, they're going to miraculously put on Colombian music because you're from Colombia? Or they're going to start playing Chinese music because you're from China? No, go to the country and embrace it. I literally don't want to feel any type of American vibes when I go to a foreign country. Like... I want to struggle to understand your Spanish. Like, I need to feel like I'm outside of the U.S. And Colombia definitely gives that. <laughs> like, uh, they're, no, they don't really speak no English over there. There's a few people that do. But other than that, Google Translate will help you out. Even my Spanish that I was able to, like, get far in Mexico, I wouldn't have gotten that far in Colombia with my Spanish. Like, I did okay, but my homegirl was Cape Verdean and she spoke a little bit of Spanish because she speaks Portuguese and Cape Verdean Creole. So that helped tremendously. But to think like, would I have been able to survive Colombia with, without her? Yeah, I would have because eventually she left to go to Panama earlier than I did. And I was able to finagle the rest of my trip in Cartagena with my Spanish slash English slash Google Translate. So I would have, but it did make it a little easier. Um... What else? Y'all, we went to Palenque. Okay, let me tell y'all about Palenque. So again, if you're on my Instagram or TikTok, I posted about it. It is basically like 
the black town of uh, not even Cartagena because it's actually an hour and a half from Cartagena which I did not know until we were on the bus oh my god damn like I thought it was gonna be 20 minute ride but shout out to the tour guide his name is Eric we got it on Viator.com they played Afro beats the whole way soon as you pull up when I tell y'all we did not see any other people there besides dark-skinned black people. Like in the dance, in the dancing school, there was one girl that was light-skinned, but you could definitely tell she was definitely black. It wasn't like, oh, she may be mixed. No, she was just light-skinned. Other than that, I promise you, we walked through the neighborhood for like three and a half hours. Every single person was dark-skinned black. Like I me being a brown person or dark-skinned person. I literally felt at home like people were sitting on their front steps, like elderly people, young people. We were waving, saying hello. They were saying hello. I guess they're used to all these tours, but I was just, I don't know. I just really appreciated it because like coming from Cartagena, they're all like black people um, in the city, but there's also light skin, whiter uh, skin, Hispanic people, but in Palenque, it's all dark-skinned brown people, y'all. So it just showed such a difference. And, like, after going to Palenque and then back to Cartagena, like, you can tell the difference. Like, you could tell the difference. But it was such an overwhelming and, like, emotional experience. Because, again, I ain't been to Africa. But, like, being in another part. I mean, I've been to Nassau, Bahamas. Nassau, Bahamas, super black, y'all. And I've been to Jamaica. But I think it's, like, as expected, that you're going to see black people there. But like in Colombia, again, going from one part to another and just realizing like, I feel like you got to be dark skinned, brown skinned just to even live there. Like, I'm not saying that's a fact, but that's how it felt. Cause like, that's how the whole community looked, but I'm sure that's like a safe haven for them. There is no colorism in that town because everybody's the same complexion and just seeing that community be like together and like everybody was super welcoming. Everybody on the tour that I was on was black or dark skinned. One girl was light skinned. Oh, two. My homegirl's K-Verdian, but she considers herself black. She's not one of those K-Verdians that's like, oh, I'm not African. She considers herself black. And this other girl, she was Trini, though, so she's still black. And there was this white man. He was from the Netherlands. And I was like, okay, well, he was just like, I need to see what's, what's going on in here. But he was super cool. Um, Shout out to Robert. And there was a group of girls from New York. They were all dark skin, brown skin. Um, it was just an overall good, good experience. I would definitely recommend anybody that visits Cartagena, take that day trip to Palenque if you're black, brown, or a person of color. It's just a great experience. I feel like that took the trip for me over the edge. Like, it definitely exceeded my expectations, and I was glad to have experienced it. Um, let's talk about the weather. Y'all! Listen, if you, again, have seen my videos, my pictures, in some of the videos, I got a wig on, and some of the videos ain't no wig. I could not stand to wear a wig by day two. It was so hot, and I didn't get, like, you know, the wig where you get it laid and it's stuck to your head. It was a glueless wig, so I took that motherfucker clean off. The first day we went, by the time we were going out, it was, like, sundown, and then that night we went to Jetsamani, which is, like, the street art area, colorful area, it was like 10 p.m. And when I tell y'all, I don't know. At first, we were like, okay, this is a comfortable heat. I don't know where. It's like the heat got worse. Mind you, it's nighttime. Like, I felt like I was about to pass out hot. Like, it was so hot. I determined in that moment, I'm not wearing a wig on day two. Like, y'all got me fucked up. So, that is the reason behind why I got a wig on some pictures, some don't. But when I went 
on day three, I did put the wig back on because I wanted to make sure my pictures, you know what I'm saying? But it was so hot, yo. Like, it was so hot. Make sure you, like, stay hydrated. Um, you know, make sure you keep cool however you can, whether it's going into a restaurant, whether it's buying a little fan to fan yourself off. It was hot, but I didn't expect anything less. Like, I'd be damned if I was in Colombia and I was wearing a jacket. So I did appreciate the heat, although I was like, it's hotter than a motherfucker. But it was, um, it was a good little heat, y'all. Cause like I said, I went by the pool. I didn't really get that much of a tan. Like when I came back from Mexico, a bitch was black as fuck. And when I came back from um, Bahamas, I think Bahamas was worse. Like, it took me like a month to get rid of my tan from Bahamas. Like, it was crazy. But when I came back from Colombia, I really wasn't that dark, which I laid out in the sun and everything, tried to get me a little tan. But I was a little bit, but not too much, despite how much the sun was burning. But whatever. But overall, I would recommend Colombia. I do want to go back to Medellin, which is a different part of Colombia. People say I have to go there. They said the food's better. Plus, I've seen it at night, and it looks super fire. So I have to go back to that area. Would I go back to Cartagena? I mean, yeah. But I wouldn't be in a rush to go back to that specific area. But it's not that I wouldn't go back. And I feel like I kind of did the touristy things already. So I don't... Oh, I would do a five-island tour i didn't get to like hop from island to island in Colombia, which people said you should do and other than that i don't know what else i would do but i think everyone should visit if you're interested i definitely think you know it's worth visiting just be aware that the oh one other thing one other thing tips and i know a lot of these people live off tips and but the they want tips for everything like I'm telling you, you really got to set aside a whole budget for tips because the ladies with the dresses, now everybody knows the ladies, the black ladies with the colorful dresses that everybody takes a picture with when they get to Columbia. Okay, it's like New York, Times Square. Those have been there. You take a picture with the characters. Each person wants money. Okay, fine. But everywhere you go, these ladies are dressed up. And every time they want you to take a picture with them, again, stand firm in your note. I already took pictures with sis. Like... So I don't need to take pictures with every woman I come in contact with that's black with the colorful dresses because I feel like y'all all wear the same dresses. And if I have one picture, I have 300. Like, it's all the same. And when you get to Palenque, there's these ladies that they come out the cut. You looking at touristy things, they come out the cut and they're like, you want pictures? And they do understand no. If you say no, it's not like they're going to like be mad about it. But at the very, very end, he's like, okay, we'll stop at the Palenque sign. That says I love Palenque. And there's these two ladies there. They don't even give you a chance to say like, no, I don't want to take a picture with y'all. I only want to take a picture of the signs. It's like, it's like by default. And of course, each one wants a tip. But if the thing is like, what if you don't have enough tip money because you didn't change enough money or because you were saving it for something specific? You don't anticipate on giving everybody a tip. When you go to the school of dancing, of course, they want money. That's fine. You go to this other area, they ask for a tip. Again, you don't have to, but you kind of feel like, damn, I should tip. Like, so your tip money runs out really quick. You go into the city. Again, the street vendors are there, but there's other people. Tip, 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 everything. Like everything you do, somebody wants to tip in. I understand, but I also thought it was OD because it's like, damn, like not only do I have to tip you, I have to tip your homegirl, your homeboy, everybody that's there. And it's like you walk two feet and there's more people doing something else and they also expect a tip. There's these guys, but I had already seen it on TikTok where they rap 
they're just like street rappers. So they come up to you and they start trying to rap like, oh, where are you from? Some of them know English, so they rap. At the end, they're like, donation? Wait a minute. But they didn't get me, y'all, because I had already seen it on TikTok. If you stop and you entertain them, you record them, they want a tip. So when I seen them, we hadn't exchanged our money yet. We only had American dollars and big bills. Because we hadn't gone to the place to exchange the money. So I was Ray Charles to the rapping. Because I hadn't exchanged the money and already knew that they wanted some tip money. Um, So unfortunately, they didn't get it because one, we didn't have change. Two, I'm not about to give you like mad American dollars just because you rapped by default. So just be leery of that and just have hella tip money ready because everything's a fucking tip. Like everything is a tip. I'm not shade in the country. I understand being that they're poor. They definitely rely on tourism. I just thought everything was excessive. And again, I've traveled quite often. Um, I just never experienced it as such, but I've also never been to a country as poor as Colombia. I went to Haiti when I was younger. And I don't know if Haiti gives it up like that because I know obviously Haiti is also a poor country. So I can only go based on my experience as an adult and visiting a poor country. And Colombia happened to have been that. Next, let's talk about Panama City. Um, Panama City, we were only there for a short time. I was only there for a day because um, I stopped there as like a layover in a sense before I got back home. Panama City was dead as fuck, y'all. No, when I tell you, it was Friday night. There was probably three people outside. And I was like, wait, where are the humans? Like, it was a Friday. Where are the people? And somebody was like, oh, it's down season. Um, The higher season starts in October. I get it may not be like popping. Like for us in America, obviously summer is like when it's popping. But it was hella dead. There was nothing going on. We did end up going to this restaurant. It was cool. The food is okay. I'm like, I want Panamanian dishes. Like they had like Argentina and Peru. Some guy tried to convince us to come to this restaurant that had Mediterranean food. Nigga, you think I came all the way to Panama for fucking Mediterranean food? Boy, please. He's like, we have belly dancers and I don't give a fuck. I'm here for Panamanian food. I don't live out here. So I did try this Panamanian dish, which is good. I couldn't eat the whole thing. I got full. But their ceviche was trash. I've never had trash ceviche before, which is basically like raw fish and like citrus but this one was in coconut milk and the guy was like this is a um traditional but ceviche is from peru so i already knew it wasn't going to be panamanian but i should have known it said coconut milk like what it was nasty um but the other dish was really good i tried this popsicle it was like this mango kiwi popsicle i think god himself made that popsicle (laughs) it was the best popsicle I've ever tasted in my entire life. It was really good, y'all. And then that was pretty much it. We we walked around Old City. We did go through the slums, but we were in a taxi. And it had said it had been a 30-minute walk. I'm glad we didn't walk. Because first of all, there were barely any street lights where we drove by. And it was the fucking slums. Like, niggas was outside chilling. Like, I would have been shook to walk through that area if we weren't in a taxi. But, um yeah and it was kind of rainy both days we were there I really didn't have time to experience Panama a lot so I really can't say too much and again it was dead like there wasn't too much to do we didn't spend enough time there as well I will say one thing that is this uh like much different there were no street vendors in the areas that we visited if anybody was hustling you it was to come visit their restaurant to eat That was it. It was like a competition to see who can get you to come to their restaurant. There was nobody out there harassing you to buy stuff, which was a complete relief coming from Colombia. And um, the heat was definitely warm. 
it wasn't out of control, but again, we were there one day and it was raining, so I don't know what it would have felt like on a sunny day. But um, it was kind of Americanized, which I was kind of like, what? Like, I went to the ATM. These niggas gave me U.S. dollars. Why? They didn't even give you an option on if you wanted, like, Panamanian money. I don't even know what they have that's called. When you go to the store, you give them American money. They give you change back in U.S. dollars. The only difference is coins. They will give you a mixture of U.S. coins and Panamanian coins. But other than that, dollar bills are all U.S. dollars. And the coins, it was a mixture of both. So I came back with some Panamanian coins because what choice did you have? But a lot of the signs, there was Subway, KFC, like a lot of the signs um, were in English. Why? I need my signs to be in Spanish. Fuck is you doing here, America? Like you could tell America has definitely left its stamp on Panama, like, it was just drastically different, in Colombia, English is definitely, like, not even top three languages, like, if you find somebody speak English, you're lucky, none of the signs are in English, nobody's catering to you in English, the Uber drivers, taxi drivers, they don't speak no damn English, in Panama, a lot of people spoke English, um, a lot of the signs, the U.S. dollars, so I definitely noticed that significant difference between the countries, um, but you could definitely feel that you're outside of the U.S. and Panama. But then there are a lot of things that remind you that America has been here because it was definitely giving American in some areas and certain things. They do have very, very beautiful buildings like the skyline. I could definitely tell like Panama's not struggling. Panama City's not struggling like Cartagena. Like it was just a drastic difference. But there are some areas that you could tell, okay, this is definitely a, a poor area, but it was drastically different. I would go back to Panama because I need to experience it. I don't feel like I actually got a chance to experience it. I would like to go a little further out, maybe to like the country part of Panama. Like, I don't know. I definitely felt like it was giving major city in Panama City. Like Oh no, the hotel we stayed at was dope as fuck though. It was really, really nice. I think it's one of the like top three hotels I've ever stayed at in my life. So I will be posting that soon. But overall, it was a good trip. If you're thinking about going to South America, I think you should go um, experience it. There are a few other countries I also want to visit. I want to go to El Salvador. I want to go to Belize at some point. So I have plenty more places I want to visit, to, um, you know, in South America and as well as all over the world. But yes, y'all, expand, travel, like learn about other cultures, experience new cultures, new environments. Um, a lot of people be like, damn, girl, you be everywhere. Yes, like I truly enjoy traveling, like just feeling like I'm able to experience a, another place for a little bit before I go back to America and go back to my little regular life is like a wonderful feeling. So if you're thinking about doing it and traveling travel 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 go at your own pace go within your own budget don't feel like you have to like go where people are going go where interests you that's another thing like just because everybody wants to go to tulum it's popping or everybody wants to go here here go to somewhere that you're actually interested in going in whether or not people think it's popping or not like for me i'm picking these countries not because other people say go it's nice it's because i actually have an interest in visiting the countries that i've been visiting like i don't give a fuck what people are doing i'm actually not even inclined to go to Tulum because I don't know I hear all, all types of stuff about bugs and you know it's kind of rainforesty and you know I, I don't know that's not my interest but if you like it I love it okay but um this was not a many things this was long as fuck but I did travel to two places and I had to give y'all the whole scoop but thank you for tuning in to another episode y'all and stay tuned I don't know when or what I'm gonna drop another episode about but y'all know how it is I'll be back at some point 
Until next time, y'all. Bye.